Welcome to another episode of the Supply Chain Ambassador Podcast. I'm your host, Bruno, helping you navigate the world of supply chain in a fun and engaging way. On today's podcast, I have with me someone who was an international student, but is also doing many great things in educating professionals with his videos for social media and his great experience in supply chain. Joining me today is Arjun Kashetti. Arjun came as an international student from India seven years ago and studied supply chain from Seneca College. He gained six years of experience working with Walmart and Sobeys, focusing towards replenishment and demand forecasting. Currently, Arjun is teaching supply chain management at Seneca College. He is the founder of Fellow International Student Organization, which helps international students in their personal, professional, and business development. Welcome, Arjun. Thank you very much, Bruna. It's my pleasure to talk to you today and I'm very excited to share my experience and knowledge to your audience and take it forward from there. Speaking of your experience and knowledge, can you give us more context about your current role and how you got there? Yeah, I'm currently working as a demand planner for Sobeys. Sobeys started their e-commerce distribution channel like two, two and a half years back, exactly during the pandemic. Prior to that, I was working as a replenishment analyst for Walmart, doing purchasing, replenishment and demand forecasting, etc. for the fresh products and services for online grocery. And... Sobeys came up with a new company called Voila, V-O-I-L-A and it is majorly focusing towards Greater Toronto Area on fresh grocery services. Okay, Voila. I had that experience and I really wanted to get into a new organization with a startup kind of a culture and it's been two and a half years and I'm thoroughly enjoying working over there. Wow, and what would you say you love about your work? One thing what I see is my day is not same. Typically, most of the time in employment is where you tend to do repetitive tasks and try to like get things done. But my work is an adventure every single day because when you're working with fresh products and services like milk, eggs, produce, meat and etc. You have very less shelf life on the products and a lot of constraints in supply and also fluctuation in demand. Managing all these three things and making sure that we have the availability in the web shop and also not wasting a lot of product to the company is where my role falls into. And trying to stretch everything together and show it as a package to the customer is where is exciting for me on a daily basis too. Yeah. Wow. Especially nowadays, I feel that with supply chain constraints around the world, managing fresh produce must be quite exciting times for you. lot of questions you get asked a lot of questions you have to answer all the questions to your internal and external stakeholders record information and share information communicate etc wow and are there any misconceptions about what you do so typically whenever we look at a website from a customer perspective customers do think oh why this product is not available why the price of this particular product is expensive, etc., etc. Because customers are already always thinking about what is in for me or I just 
came to the website and make sure that you service me and etc and i think as a consumer they think the opposite side work is much easier than what they think why can't they have bananas on the website it's such a common thing you should have bananas if bananas are not available like the people who are working is not doing the right job that's a misconception but the people who are working on the opposite side they're also smart they're working hard they're making sure that every single thing is aligned but however certain things we cannot control even though we are planning we are doing demand planning replenishment and people think that demand planning should be always accurate the mis- biggest misconception would be no demand planning would be accurate there's no way it can be accurate it can be mm-hmm. as close as it can be but it cannot be always exact and that's where the misconception people think that okay everything should be perfect but nothing cannot be perfect in a grocery business and we need to really accommodate to closest targets yeah and what would you say are some of the challenges that you faced and how did you overcome those challenges particularly in this role if you say we actually started up as an startup business when we started off we did not have any technology backing up in terms of replenishment inventory management and forecasting and waste management and different reportings and etc so we had to really do everything manually including the replenishment and demand forecasting using using manual excel sheets mm-hmm. identifying different stores their sales patterns and trying to match that sales pattern to us looking into seasonality indexes and looking into waste ordering lead time and etc etc we did that for almost 6 to 8 months lot of time consuming not really accurate all the time and you're not just forecasting the demand but you're also executing those orders because as a demand planner at place where i am i'm more of a demand planner slash replenishment because i plan and i execute both of it so that's where it was time consuming challenging etc and recently company came up with more updated softwares right now using machine learning and what not and again a bigger challenge every time change is always required but change is hard you know so right now we're transitioning from manual way of doing things to helping a tool do the work and there's a lot of resistance in terms of adaptability and we are going through that transition and sometimes we feel the manual job was much better and we could we know the deal and we can continue doing it but transitioning into machine learning and giving that options to let the tool work for you is one of the biggest challenge what we're facing right now giving up that control i know as i exactly. get older as i get older i find myself more and more comfortable in my set ways and i have to keep telling myself to be flexible and open to new ways of doing the same thing that i've been doing before agreed yeah i think that's one of the message if i want to give anybody that you should be really ready to be adaptable because adaptability is one of the biggest skill what recruiters are looking right now no matter how much of experience you have and recruiters tend to not hire because they would have seen some rigid mindset in people when they hire somebody who have 10 12 years of experience they have their own ways of doing it and a new company new culture new ways uh, i think if a candidate is looking for a job they need to be uh, very vocal about their adaptability in the interviews wow and uh, for you what exciting projects are you currently working on again one of the biggest project what i'm currently working on is testing the new system and making sure that it is actually giving us better results than what we were getting through manual processes that's one thing and second thing is we are working on some of the project projects to identify the customer retention based on the web shop availability what do you mean by that let's say you as a customer you come to shop with us and you identify that this product is not available that means you're not going to buy for example let's say you came to see and chicken breast is not available 
and you actually decide not to buy the whole assortment you thought of buying up to 3 300 worth of purchase on that order but the moment you saw chicken breast you were like disappointed and because that's one of the main ingredient you wanted to cook for the weekend or maybe eggs or bread and etc etc so we are actually working on a project to identify what are the store stealers where a customer comes in and what categories are impacting the customer retention more mm-hmm. so that way we can invest a little bit more into those categories to have better availability so that way we can increase the retention of customers i feel like it's like the meatballs at ikea if they didn't have any meatballs i can imagine a lot of people won't be too happy going to ikea or the hot dogs at costco i think that's another yeah. <laughs> way to look absolutely at absolutely it's a must <clears throat> Before I I get on to the next question, I was I'm really curious about your fellow international student organization. I want to learn a bit more about it. Can you share with us what exactly is that and what does it do? Absolutely, that's a great uh, question. When I graduated as an international student in 2016, it was pretty hard time for me to get my first job and I had to really network a lot, go to a lot of coffee chats, talk to people, understand um how the market works and not everybody were willing to invest their time and resources into an, a new graduate and help them out and that's where i got a mentor after 6 7 8 months like it took me almost like 9 months to get my full time job right after my graduation so until then i was just picking up some odd jobs and working part time to pay my bills and etc and the moment i found my mentor after 6 month of my job journey within 1 to 2 months i was able to successfully secure a role and in fact the mentor was not really a supply chain professional but he believed in me and he just told me that arjun i believe in you what that did is it encouraged me it built my confidence up and then made me realize that it is so important to have somebody who can keep on encouraging and being that listening ear and what and once i graduated i started working i really was able to reap the rewards of the mentorship and the careers what i was able to achieve and then i figured out that the same feeling can be translated or given to international students who are coming in at this moment as we are talking brun we have around 500 to 600000 active international students who are residing in canada unfortunately not everybody are getting the right mentorship resources everything what is needed for them to set them up for success in this country that's where i thought how about i create an organization where i i i create a point where the givers and the takers meet givers are the people who are like us who already came as immigrants and international students who have successfully settled down in our careers and we want to give back to the society but i can't really figure out where to give what to do whom should i talk and what not that's where we created the fellow international student organization mainly focusing towards networking events so we used to create a lot of in person networking events where we invite working professionals who came as immigrants and international students and allow them to share their success stories and also international students showing up and what not pre pandemic uh, we had an event in 2019 november we had around 150 people showing up to that uh, event and it was a paid event like 20 dollars per person and 120 people showing up to that event wow. yeah and then after pandemic we were like we had no idea what the heck happening what to do and what not but we did it in a zoom we had around like 300 people plugging in but i personally did not like the engagement of the zoom because half of them were turning off the camera and we had no idea what what was happening and what not but now i'm very much excited again once the pandemic is done and trying to look some locations and start bringing that quarterly networking events like a linkedin local 
events the international students can meet some of their alumni and the seniors and learn from them wow that's fantastic and then you're utilizing social media as well i've been trying to start up a youtube channel i never had the guts to actually go ahead and do it but you're you've taken it on and you're really putting good quality content out there can you tell us a bit Yeah I really appreciate it and this is the validation I get that I my content is also quality because I really don't invest a lot of time and resources into editing and posting and whatnot but I like to post as raw as possible as authentic as possible and keeping that aside the reason why I started off posting on YouTube or LinkedIn or any such places in 2019 2020 I didn't recognize that anybody who has personal brand can really make it happen in this country or anywhere right now 20th century we need to have our own personal brand personal identity and next thing is youtube or linkedin is not charging money for me to post it's free and third thing i do have some experience and i think and i believe that experience can be helpful for people who are actually looking for that and keeping all these three thoughts together i started posting content it was pretty raw it was people were not like even engaging into it and what not but later on i figured out what are some hot topics and i actually i'm actually a specialist in terms of posting that one two minute small videos talking about small topics giving small tips and what not in linkedin i have around like close to 50 to 80000 views just on linkedin for all my content and youtube i have around 100000 views on different videos of mine and my goal is to keep educating and just build my personal brand there is selfish reason as well at the same time i enjoy what i do and it's a win win situation for everybody it absolutely is i think much like you i echo that very much having that online presence because one of the first things i think someone told me when applying for different jobs is how your managers do search your name they do put your name in google and see what's this candidate all about and having that personal brand of yourself out there is a very good point i always share that with people with students that i talk to as well kudos to you you're doing great <laughs> absolutely that's the only credibility you can have for yourself and it really matters a lot and it's going to it's going to be much competitive and much important than anything else for sure yeah what advice can you give to some of our listeners So one advice I can give to listeners is stop competing or comparing yourself with a lot of other people right now what's happening is in the social media game only the flowery stuff has been posted on the social mm. media it might be instagram reels or tiktoks and etc etc and i come to have been in that situation and i've been in that rabbit hole for too too long time having a full time job having multiple businesses working as professor at seneca college and frankly speaking i have tight packed schedules income is great everything is good suddenly i open up instagram and i see a travel blogger and uh, roaming around the world and posting some nice videos says, what the heck am i doing in my life i'm working so hard here sitting in front of computer but they're enjoying over there i would like to have that kind of a life but whereas if i see my parents my dad is 60 years old and he has his own grocery store in india it's a very successful grocery store and he puts in 16 hours on a daily basis to run the store and maintain the accounting purchasing no technology completely paper driven and what not and i've never seen him complaining or comparing with other people he was always happy excited goal oriented because he never had an opportunity to compare himself on a daily basis with somebody else so he had that blinders on and he's mm-hmm. happy right now he's even though he's putting 16 hours at 60 years old 
he's mm-hmm. fired up excited all of those things but here i am 30 years old i i do consider that i have some sort of success in my career mm-hmm. still i'm comparing every single day looking at other people who are doing well and thinking that my life is not good and i'm not enjoying my life and i'm trying to wait for that beautiful moment which is going to happen so that i can be happy i think a lot of people go through that and yeah. if we can just realize that we are in that loop tell uh, have some gratitude prayers saying that you know what thank you god for giving everything you have given and i don't take it for granted and i'm abundantly open for more resources and you would see magics happen in your life yeah wow that's great look in words and yeah practice gratitude i'm definitely thankful for a lot of the opportunities that i have as well and my parents also sacrificed a lot for us to be here to work as hard as we can so yeah i definitely echo that being being gratitude and it's hard though it's hard when you look at those reels and like you said all the vacant people on vacation and <laughs> it's hard not to envy them but it's good to keep that in mind to practice that gratitude can you share a call to action for our listeners what would you tell them at any stage you are you might be a student or you might be in a working professional and what not put yourself out there use the social media for your advantage start networking with people start making those genuine connections and you never know where the opportunities are going to come to you and point number 1 point number 2 is never say no to an opportunity without understanding this if an opportunity knocks say yes and then figure it out and then at a later point if it is not for you you can absolutely leave it but don't just disregard opportunities which are coming your way whatever the opportunity may be just accept it try it test it and then you learn from that mm, wow arjun i think jeez we covered a lot of great topics today and i really want to thank you for coming out and sharing your insights we've discovered some very key themes things like nothing is perfect and change is hard being adaptable having a good mentor especially with your organization the fellow international student organization having that mentorship is key i've had great mentors that have really helped me in my career but also having mentors that believe in you that are encouraging mm-hmm. and not comparing yourself to others not envying others and appreciating what you have practicing that gratitude but also i think if anything you have discovered today is the power of putting yourself out there you've done so with your social media posts and, and creating that online presence and i think you you gave yourself the liberty to not say no when opportunities came your way that you've kind of took it accepted it and if it didn't work out it didn't work out so yeah. a lot of great themes we've covered today and really thank you so much for coming and sharing those with us yeah absolutely thank you very much for inviting me as well and if i have to leave the audience with one one thing how i think about myself is 0% talent and 100% intention so you don't have to really have a lot of talent to achieve in this kind of an world you just need the right intentions and ability to put in that effort oh man that's deep i'm going to yep i'm going to use that as my my one of my quotes quote of the day 0% talent 100% intention to achieve great things for yourself 